What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 107 of the CanadianGameDesk.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude. One of the main dudes now. That's what we're going to talk about on this podcast of the of the site. Um, joining me as always is Brett. Yo. Who is now in British Columbia. Shiny, <coughs> sunny yeah. British Columbia. Specifically yeah, it's sunny Vancouver. right now. Yeah, specifically Vancouver. Yeah, I'm in Vancouver, Canada. What's up, everybody? Uh, and rounding out is uh, the new the new person... Uh, Stephen O'Reilly. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Uh, for people who are kind of following the site, they would maybe they would have seen that I posted a little while ago that just with everything kind of going on and wanting to grow the site, wanted to reach out and grab kind of a partner uh, to work on the site, kind of fifty-fifty, uh, specifically like content for the things, uh, and interviewed everyone, kind of spoke to everyone, and uh, Stephen stood out so. I picked him, and it's just easier because his name is also Steven, so we could just be Stevens from Canadian Game Devs and Brett. Exactly. There you go. Uh, and you're nice. in Nova Scotia, right? Yeah, we were just saying that now we have Ontario, BC, and Nova Scotia. Literally, it's a coast-to-coast podcast. So we, mm-hmm. we just need to find a central person, an Alberta or... You're central. No, I'm... Ontario is kind of the middle. <laughs> kind of. Well, I meant central, like the literal central uh, time zone. We need, mm. like, an Edmonton or Saskatoon yeah. contributor. And I guess yeah. maybe even Newfoundland, because it's, like, 30 minutes ahead of you guys, was, isn't it? It is. It's half an hour ahead in Nova Scotia. Why do they do that? That's got to be... Is that, like... That's, like, the only place in the world that's a half hour off, isn't it? I think so. It's weird. It's always, like, when I'm listening to CBC Radio, they're, like, 10.30 Ontario, 12 o'clock in Newfoundland or whatever, because it's, like, half hour ahead. It's fun. They need to fix that. I don't know if it really affects uh, them or anyone, really. It's yeah, just, I don't even know. know if they keep track of time. It's kind of loosey-goosey <laughs> over there. Mm-hmm. They just see they, when they, the sun comes up, they go fishing, and then they come back, and then there you go. Yeah. That's what I thought. I've never actually been to Newfoundland. It's on the bucket list. Um, Road trip. <laughs> we got to take a ferry at some point, I think, too. No, I think you can just drive all the way there. There's not a bridge. Is there? Steven, you would know. Um, I think it's called Newfoundland and Labrador because Newfoundland's like attached to Quebec, but then Labrador is like that little triangle island off that you have to ferry to. But Labrador isn't its own province. It's with Newfoundland, right? Yeah, but that's the distinction, I think, is there's that like triangle bit and then mm. the main, main bit that's attached to Quebec that's not an island. Interesting. Shout out to the Labradorians. Is there, yeah. even, is there even cities in Labrador? Like, is, I'm going to... The Church of Latter-day Saints? No, wait, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Labrador. I don't know what I don't know what's in Labrador. Labrador, the pop the population of Labrador is twenty-seven thousand. Yeah, that's where St. John's is, and that's the capital. So I thought St. John's was in Newfoundland. I thought, yeah. Oh yeah, so the island is Newfoundland. It's the island of Newfoundland. I had it backwards. Yeah, because it was the new it was the Newfoundland. Yeah, and then it's right underneath the Labrador Sea, so I think that's why. That's in the name. Oh, there's Labrador City. That's probably, I'm going to guess that's kind of a, a main mm. one. So we could technically road trip to Newfoundland and Labrador by just going to, New- yeah. to Labrador. Mm. You know what? I'm looking at the map here, and uh, there doesn't really seem like- to be that much space between kind of the eastern coast of Labrador and the top, like northwestern coast of Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. 
I wonder if there's a bridge over there. There's definitely a bridge to Newfoundland. There has to be, right? I don't know if there has to be. Like, what's this place? Is there a bridge to Newfoundland, or do you have to put... Uh, oh, man. I thought Nova Scotia was in a different spot this whole time. <laughs> Where did you think it was? <laughs> no, we're not, I'm not going to explain myself. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, so... Where the hell's PEI? I thought it was, like, right... No, PEI's in between New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. Like, Elo Island. Uh, so wow. there's a bridge to that. Yeah. 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 It takes, like, 15 minutes, like, driving full speed to get across it, which is pretty cool. Oh, man. I thought, like, I thought New... I thought Prince Edward Island was in a different spot, too. I thought that was on the other side of Newfoundland. Like, you you had to go to St. John's, and then you ferried over to Prince Edward Island. Interesting. <laughs> so a decade ago on Yahoo Answers, there's no there was no bridge. Hmm. So you gotta take a boat over? I guess so. A ferry. They're talking about ferry prices. Hmm. You could probably swim it. What's this? Uh... Yo, if you swim from me, no way. There's no on. way you could swim it. Yo, I'm sure there is. You go from Newfoundland, Labrador, swim across from like I don't know what's this place called Red Bay to the <laughs> other side. To Big Brook. Boom. Did, swim it. When are you supposed to do Canadian uh, geography again? Is that grade nine? At least in Ontario. Yo, once you're... Like, we're Canadians. We don't have to do any of this. What do you mean? Like, this is stuff that only new Canadians have to know. Oh, have to, <laughs> have to learn. It's probably a question on the test. Like, is there a bridge between the mainland and Newfoundland? <laughs> yeah, actually, I know one of the questions is, like, what is, like what provinces main export and stuff like that because Ontario's is like steel and things and yeah because of Hamilton yeah that's right hometown just drove uh, we went to Niagara Falls last weekend and drove over that yeah. bridge whatever that bridge I forget what that bridge is called and uh, the skyway you just see how disgusting Hamilton is from okay how about you keep it to yourself <laughs> No, Hamilton, it's not even disgusting. No, it, it's all factories. That that scene is is kind of gross. Hamilton itself is a great city. The couple times I've been there. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying that scene of just that harbor of just all that shit. Yeah, well, you know what? That shit built this province. No, I get it. <laughs> so, show some respect to Hamilton, all right? Still, yeah, you still love for Hamtam, Hamtown. I get it. That's um, right. Hamil- Steel Hamil- City. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Hamilton Steel built Canada. That's what I'm saying. It's true. It's actually pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, uh, for people who don't know you or anything like that, or just to get you, just to get to know you a little bit, why don't you give yourself a little bio and, and kind of uh, who you are, what kind of game gamer you are, like what kind of games you play, what systems you play, stuff like that. Sure. So I just recently graduated of Laurier's game design development program. Uh, we're the first cohort to graduate. Um, and that's pretty cool. So I am a game designer as well as somebody who loves playing games. Um, as a kid, I got really into like third-person adventure games. Uh, played a lot of Sly Cooper. It's a deep cut. Um, and I like the Tomb Raider games. Then as I grew up, I got into like Uncharted and The Last of Us really hit me hard. And more recently, I've been playing a lot of games that I can play with my friends in Ontario because... I'm far away from them now, so we've been playing a lot of Apex Legends Season 2. Um, Minecraft's making a resurgence, so 
that's interesting, but I'm playing more Minecraft with people. Yeah, just looking for more games I can play with people. We just talk and hang out while we play it. It's not as active. It's more passive. Nice. Yeah, oh. but I, so I moved out here because I got a job at Redmi Games, which is an indie game studio here in Halifax. Are we allowed, uh, to, are we allowed to trash talk that studio? Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, that's later. No, no, no. <laughs> I've been pretty vocal that I think a lot of the earlier games made by Redmi Games are definitely not my favorite games. This is the diplomatic way of putting it. But we've yeah. got a couple projects uh, in the prototype phase that I'm pretty excited about. Um, new direction at the studio in terms of leadership, which uh, I think is going to help a lot. And yeah, I'm stoked to see what we do next. And we could make some garbage games, but I'm hoping they're not. So, yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thank you. Games <laughs> are really, really hard. And <laughs> it's yeah. funny, the one guy who works there is also an actor. So he's in... Uh, he does a lot of TV shows and a couple movies, and we joke all the time that he's like, "I should have got into like movie production because it's way easier than making games." Hmm. I thought yeah. um, I thought Red Meat Games was in Waterloo, or am I? So they, they started. Were yeah, they well, they actually oh. started in Newfoundland at the Genesis Center, which was like a startup like accelerator. Uh, then they moved to. Oh, what's it called? In Kitchener, it's the Google building, Communitech. Communitech? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, and then they were there for a couple of years. Yeah, so they were in that building for a couple of years, then they moved into a different office in Kitchener, and then they moved to uh, Halifax, um, because there's a lot of different tax uh, breaks here. Yeah, they moved for the breaks. They weren't getting any of the tax funding here, (laughs) because their games are shit. Oh, true. (laughs) I don't care. Wait, I don't care. (laughs) Make this good is a, games, guys. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying. We're trying. We're going to win you back with our next one. There's a couple I'm, I'm excited about. Probably not. Oh, oh, tough crowd. That, uh, how'd that superhero game do with that VR? Oh, man. I worked on that game for like <laughs> three or four months. And then they like went and changed all the art. And that broke a lot of the VR stuff. Yeah. So it didn't even work when you put the VR headset on. Like all the trees moved with your head. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, that's cool, man. I just, yeah, I just they hide the key uh, for me. <laughs> I just played Bring the Light, and I didn't. I I liked it. I didn't mind it. That game is impressive more when you know that it was made in like nine months by like a really small team. It becomes a lot more impressive. It actually won. They went to DreamHack in Atlanta and showed it, and it won uh, uh, most impressive VR experience. And I think in part of that is because he explained. Like the extreme pressure that game was made under, and a lot of the judges mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, damn, that's actually pretty impressive what you got done with this tech." And they have a couple of cool things that, like, uh, you play with a heart rate monitor, and you can adjust mm-hmm. the scares based on uh, what your heart rate's at, mm-hmm. which is something I think more immersive experiences like virtual reality, like that's where I see that going, and actually making more interesting experiences. I didn't know it was VR. I didn't have because uh... I played on PS4, so I didn't get the heart rate stuff or the VR stuff. So. Yeah, the VR is just Oculus and Steam VR on PC, and then it's just controller on PS4 and Xbox One. Mm. Gotta get the Switch port. Just join the crowd. We, oh man, that's it. Yeah, just control, save as Nintendo Switch. <laughs> well, that was, <laughs> that was the joke way back in the day with Brett. He would always say, just pull the or, uh, flip the Switch, and you can Yo, just man, port, it the from switch, I, port it from port it to Android. You can and still port it now. Any because of a lot of the ways we did the the art in that game it would be a lot of compression to get it on switch so it's probably not going to happen 
yeah, you guys probably didn't even think about it. <laughs> Just no. like, who cares? This is for high-end PCs. Let's do it. Yeah, I think they started working on it, like, it would have been a couple months before the, like, January Switch live stream thing where mm. they announced it, so. Mm, I see, I see. Um, yeah, so that's I, where I, I am I now. Will... That's where I came from. Cool. Playing a lot of Apex Legends now, so that's, cool. if anyone wants to play with me, hit me up. You're, you're playing on PC or on PS4? So I actually play on everything, and it's really bad because like all my unlocks are split across everything. I was but gonna say it doesn't mm. have cross progression or whatever, does it? It doesn't, and I'm really bummed about that because it's just something I expect from multiplayer games now. And so when I start one up and I can't do that, I'm like, ah. Uh, Does that mean you're what like, are we? 2018. Are you, are you buying? <laughs> just last year, are you buying the like the season pass for each version? No, I actually haven't spent a cent on Apex Legends, and I've probably played like a hundred hours of it, which makes me feel kind of bad given how much I've gotten out of it. But yeah, you can unlock everything, all the characters, just by playing the game. Obviously, you get it faster when you buy the pass, but yeah, I haven't spent the cent on that game on any platform. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett? Yes? What are you, what have you been up to? Because we already kind of mentioned that you're in British Columbia. You weren't in British Columbia the last time we spoke, <laughs> at least on this podcast. So why don't you give us a little bit of an update on the Brett Meester story? Um... Yeah, so I moved to Vancouver. And why'd you do that? Because. Great, fine, <laughs> we'll just move on. <laughs> no, I uh, I got a job out here, so I moved and uh, left everything behind, and now I'm in BC with my, just a suitcase of clothes. <laughs> you got your cat now as well? Uh, no, I gotta go pick her, I'm coming back to Ontario and like, two weeks to go and pick her up and fly her back. Oh, you're going to fly yep. back? Yep. Do the road trip. I thought about it, but I just was like, I don't I don't know. I'm going to try and fly her back and see how it goes. Yeah, That's dude. like a four-day road trip. Yeah, four to five road trip. Yeah, yeah, about that. I was thinking about it, but I don't have, like, I don't have the vacation days to do it, so it's just kind of like the, my, the studio just being like, okay, um, we understand that you have a cat and you need to go get it, so we'll let you. Yeah, true. But it's a long weekend coming up. You could do it on the this Friday coming over. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I already got my ticket for like August 9th. I'm. I'm back. It's a 41 hour drive if you cut through the states. That's and what. Don't it, sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And don't. I also yeah. just kind of drive the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll do it some someday. I'll do that drive. I think um, my brother yeah. moved out to Vancouver in 2010 or whatever the Olympics were. He went to like work mm-hmm. for the Olympics or whatever. And um, mm-hmm. he, if I recall correctly, he flew out there. And then, no, I'm, I messed up the thing. He, oh, I remember now. So he flew out there. My parents drove mm-hmm. out uh, and did the trip with all of his shit. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm going to start over. He drove out there with all of his shit, and then my parents flew back, and then he didn't want that car. He didn't need that car, so then my parents drove the car back. So it was, That's it was cool. quite the journeyman. So if you go mm. through Canada, it's like 46 hours. Yeah, I've done the where I flew to like Calgary, and then we drove back to Hamilton. That was a good drive. Yeah, yeah okay. I've done that. But like, uh, yeah, so I'm just out here. I'm working. I'm doing mobile games. Um, Can we poop on those games too? Yep. All right. 100%. There you go. What studio? Uh, they're not even a studio. It's hard to explain what okay. I do. 
it's it's like a it's a giant media conglomerate and i'm just we're just starting the new like actual video game division okay so we make games for like influencers that want to have their own like mobile game that's kind of cool that's what i do i design their games so i just designed a game for the cash me outside girl actually i didn't design oh it oh my I, god are you serious <laughs> that's awesome 100 percent serious that's awesome. i didn't i didn't design this game i i just started working on it so wait cash uh, me outside how about that adventure is that you no that's not me oh, okay. you, you you my game's not coming out until the second so you'll see it you'll see it up then do you know um, about this other game though no, I don't know anything about these other games. Oh, I just know about the games that I'm working on. <laughs> Catch Me Outside, so. How About Dad Adventure is a free platformer adventure game. Luckily, Dr. Phil ain't here. Find the key to unlock the oh level of enemies and obstacles and find your way out. That's incredible. Yeah, I didn't make that. So. Is, it, is the Catch Me Outside girl still a like uh, prominent? Yeah, she does music now. She's on Spotify. Actually, yeah. yeah, dude, she's quite big. Oh, <laughs> I'm so surprised by it. Oh, what's her like, name? It's like Bad Dan- Baby Danielle, or something. Her real name's Daniela Brigoli, or Danielle Brigoli. That's her real name, and she goes by Bad Baby. And, yeah, uh, yeah. She makes music now, and she has like 30 million followers on YouTube or whatever. Damn. No, sorry, she has uh, almost seven million followers on on YouTube. I thought she, and, I, I really thought she was just sort of a one hit. I don't mean one hit wonder is the real thing, or just like no, nah, a meme. She really. she cashed in on her 15 minutes of fame and made it something big. As of 2019, Bergoli is said to have a net worth of three million U.S. dollars. She's 16 yeah. years old. Not bad. Get that money. Mm-hmm. That's she pretty sweet. Almost 17 million followers on Instagram. I am one of them. Nice. <laughs> Comes what, with the job. What did she? What did she? So how does this work then? Like, her representatives like look for someone to make a game for her, where you make and then like, and that's what you guys go for. Like, you have salespeople that kind of go after influencers and say, like, "Hey, Ninja, you want to? Yep. You want a game?" Pretty much. I had no idea that was Ninja already has a game. It's Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had no idea that was a that was a thing. I know there's um, uh, there's the angry video game nerd guy yeah he's one of like the earliest like kind of video people like i remember watching him back in like 2007 or so um Mm -hmm. and i know he has a game that came out on like wii u and stuff i never played it though i didn't realize this was like such an industry bts just came out with a game the the k-pop group yeah my friends were checking it out i didn't know it was a thing until i started working here and then i'm just like oh my god this is a thing (laughs) And like we have a whole bunch of like I'm I'm just starting work on another influencer from yeah and it's just like that's the whole thing it's it's really it's interesting like it's really interesting because you I don't watch any of this stuff on YouTube like uh, or any of the, I don't follow any of these influencers so like one of these things hits my desk and I'm just like oh okay who what's this all about and you're like what this person has 40 million followers and like (laughs) you're just sitting there going what the hell am i doing with my life like (laughs) you're making their games yeah it's just so it's just so weird should i be working on this site for like four years and i'm at like five thousand twitter followers yeah you gotta do you gotta do more social media stuff i I guess i don't don't really know how it works i gotta get on dr phil i guess steven Put that on the agenda. Get us on Dr. Phil. All right. I'm on time. it. Yeah, like, 
I'm learning a lot from the influencer side of things, like just how it's all done, and it's it's interesting. It's really interesting, but yeah, it's weird. So yeah, that's what I make games for. Um, yeah, that's it. That's why I moved here is to make these weird games, and that's the one reason. And that's that's what I actually like about the job. It's like I get to make this weird branded content, and it's like. I don't know why I enjoy this. It's like I just come up with weird ideas, and it's like, yeah, that sounds good for the brand. Let's do it. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's so stupid, but like in a good way. <laughs> um, we'll talk about games soon, but if we we should talk about the Tron Raptors because uh, Brett, you you poo pooed on them basically at every single turn of the playoffs. So, um, and yet they won. What's your point, Steve? Well, they won. Yeah. That's all right. That's good. Good job, Toronto. <laughs> I just want you to did say it that. because you, well, you needed a Spurs player first of all to do it. Yeah. So Ooh, two, two Spurs that players. Out. Actually, yeah, two. We forgot about good old Danny Green. Uh, you needed two Spurs players to really do it. So you're welcome. You're you're welcome, Toronto. Thank you. I mean, when you look at what like what Paul George went for and what Anthony Davis got traded for, like that trade is just kind of they they, mm-hmm. they came off stealing Kawhi really because. It's not like they jeopardized the future in any way. Like the the pick was this last year, and then Demar has like yeah. what one year, two years left. So yeah, and like the Spurs didn't jeopardize anything. They're just like get rid of this cancer, yeah. and they like realistically, if you look at the Spurs lineup, like they're building for the future. So when Aldridge and or uh, LA and uh, DeRozan leave, they got like fifty million cap space ready to put on an All Star to help bring that team up. So. It's a win-win for the for the Spurs too. And now they got um, they got Tim Duncan as coach. Yep. What do the Raptors got? Uh, Pascal Siakam and a fifty-five-year-old Lowry. Yeah, Siakam's not going <laughs> to do great, and Lowry's Lowry. No, like you, Siakam might do well. He's most improved player. James yeah, Harden was most, most improved, improved player. Most improved player because of Kawhi Leonard. Maybe. <laughs> 99% No, I was yet. looking at, so, I, I mean, we'll, we'll wait and see, but I was looking at online, someone posted on Reddit, like, the peop, like the player's stats when Kawhi Leonard wasn't on the field, and it was still quite good. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what do you guys got to replace for Kawhi? Like, nothing, though. Oh, yeah, no, nothing. I mean, it's a huge, giant hole. He's one of the best players mm-hmm. in the league, and now he's no longer on the team, and we got nothing for it. It's not like they did a sign-and-trade or anything like that, so. Yeah. It's like, you got a trophy, so that's good. <laughs> But, like, you don't really have a team now, so that's bad. But the East sucks, so you'll still probably make eighth. <laughs> like, I don't see the Raptors actually dipping. It's just there's a big hole because of Kawhi. So, yeah. It's not a great situation for the Raptors, but they should still make playoffs. <laughs> I think they'll be top. They'll be, like, three, four, five, I think. Yeah. There's, yeah. Like, uh, Brooklyn... Boston and Philly and Bucks are mm-hmm. kind of and the Raptors are kind of and like the Bucks are will probably become one or two and and uh, mm-hmm. Philly will probably be two or three so Raptors are in that middle I don't think they'll be eighth seed we'll see. yeah let's see whatever I got the ring I was or we got the ring I was in the <laughs> Jeremy Lin's uh, photo as well which was cool so um, that's funny that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was in the. I was like, you had to. You had to zoom in. You had to know I was there. So, anyways, I like that you zoomed in though. Like you found yourself. I did that like, for every. I looked at every single player's. I tried to find every single parade, like photo from all the players and staff and stuff, and and I finally found one. So I was, I was happy. That's funny. 
Um, yeah, I guess we can talk about video games now. Yeah. Yay. Uh, so we're going to talk about the news that kind of happened in the last month or so. Um, so number one, uh, this came out on iOS. It's coming out on console soon, but Alone With You and Home Creators launches their latest game, Worse Than Death, on iOS. It actually came out on uh, Canada, I think. Um, this is from Benjamin Rivers. Let me get a synopsis of the game. Worse Than Death is a scary emotional thriller about a high school reunion that goes horribly wrong. As Holly runs for her life, desperate to rescue her best friend Flynn from a terrible force that's haunting them both, she must survive unexpected truths about her hometown, her friends, and even herself. Uh, it's still expected to come to PS4, Switch, and Steam later this year, but it is on iOS if you want to download that right now. I did not download it. Was it was featured on the, the front of the App Store. I, when I opened it, it was just the big featured game, which was cool. Yeah, so he, he probably mm. cleaned up because it was right on Canada Day. Um, I was really tempted to get it, but I, I really liked... Uh, his, like I like I liked home and I liked alone with you so I, I you know mm-hmm. I'm excited to get it, uh, this one but I gotta get it on PS4 I gotta get the trophies you know what I'm saying so mm. um, I probably won't, I probably won't get it it's on Steam you can get it on Steam mm. you can wishlist it right now if you want mm, nope I mean it came out <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw the, I saw the trailer it looks fine like whatever. Let's see if it... It was like five bucks on iOS. Let's see what it is on Steam. Oh, actually, I don't think the price is on there. Five bucks, though. That's right up your alley. <sighs> Loading up Steam. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little look. What's this game called again? Worse Than Death. Worse Than Death. All right. That, that accurately describes how I would feel going back to high school. Yeah. I <laughs> I would not want to. Oh, it's stuff. a high school reunion. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a, but like horror stuff. Yeah. This uh, okay. Yeah, five bucks. Three point nine out of five on the iOS store, whatever that means to you. Um, number two. Oh, only three point nine. Hmm, interesting. Is that good or bad? I don't know. That's a bad star rating. Is it four to five? It's basically four to five. No, you want a solid 4.8. <laughs> That's a high bar. That is a high bar. For mobile stuff, yeah. You want to be. You have to be in like 4.5 or better. Maybe That's people the... just don't get it. <laughs> Angry Bird Friends yeah. is 4.5. Candy Crush is 4.5. Hyper Light Driver is 4.8. Okay, I see what you're saying. I like that you're like... I like that you're questioning me. Like I'm like lying to you. No, I, I just I never honestly I never look at the reviews. I ever. Mm. Um, so I I. It never really mattered to me. What about this Game of Thrones game? Oh, oh it's pre-order. Never mind. Yeah, but like you don't work in this industry, so. No, I know. But I'm also I'm a guy check- who would be buying the game, so I don't care about the reviews. I Ooh. can't even find this game on Google Play. Oh, I, I don't think it came to Google Play. Definitely not getting it. IOS. Well, yeah, obviously, we're getting on Yo. Steam. Flip the switch, dog. Yeah, Get go. that on Google Play. <laughs> I'm always, switch. you I know, I'm that. always supporting Android for life. So if you you put your game only on iOS, you're automatically getting a zero. <laughs> Should it be an NA, not a zero? It's getting a zero because you purposely didn't flip the switch. <laughs> like you just didn't do it it's like, there's, come like a, on. there's like a sign right beside the switch that just says fuck Brett and I don't need to <laughs> I don't need to release on Android yep. that's what I'm saying uh, I swear I don't really want to 
edit that. I know. Now you got to beep that out. <laughs> Are we That's explicit? Funny. Should we just become a, Stephen? Make a, a uh, executive decision here. I, I personally, when I listen to podcasts, I I like explicit shows. But if you're going for a younger crowd, that might. Actually, I don't know. I was listening to podcasts with Sarah's when, I'm, when we, I was. In... We are officially explicit. Don't go ham. All right. Don't go crazy, Brett. Oh my God, Steve. This is a big day. <laughs> but... They have to be tasteful. Yeah. Oh, God damn. <laughs> like I've that. been not swearing on this show for a very long time. So I'm not. You know what? I'm going to keep it classy. We're still not. I'm not swearing. That's my executive decision. There you go. Uh, number two, Cuphead DLC, The Delicious Last Course, gets a uh, new teaser trailer and, and a 2020 release date. It was supposed to come out 2019. Um, this actually kind of was a big thing just because, like, labor, video game labor disputes and stuff like that is kind of very, it's a very common discussion going on. Uh, but they basically mentioned that in order to kind of avoid crunch and, and whatnot, they decided to delay the DLC. Uh, and concerning this Cuphead, mm. uh, and that game got delayed about fifty thousand times. Uh, one more delay for the DLC doesn't. I don't think really matters. So, mm-hmm. uh, but there is good. a new trailer, and it looks just like the old Cuphead. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's I didn't, more Cuphead. Yeah, I didn't really like. I don't know. I I liked the game, but the platforming levels just really like took me out of it. Um, mm. I yeah, because the it was it was a throw-in. Yeah, they, it just didn't feel. They, they just weren't as fun. They just weren't as creative and fun mm. and stuff, and it just kind of killed it for me. And I never really, I never really kind of went back. It's sitting on my Xbox. Every time I turn my Xbox on, I see it, and I just never mm. go back into it. Um, and I know it's on Switch now and stuff like that, and that might be a better place for it for me. But mm-hmm. kind of done with the Switch anyway. So. Oh whoa. wow! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Wait big, a second. Big statements. What do you mean? <laughs> You just you just can't. Okay, whoa, hold on. You can't do this in the news segment. First of all, you want to go in? You want to go into that? <laughs> what are you doing? Talking with the switch like this? That I'm done with it? Yeah. Why are you done with it? I just, I'm just tired of Nintendo's like kind of bullshit when it comes to like their online stuff. Like they they're just like they're it's just frustrating. Like I just pick up the switch and like I see my friends are online, but I have no way to like message them or see like how far mm-hmm. they are and playing the games they are. Like, there's no trophy or achievement system. There's no, like... I was trying to play Mario Kart and, and Smash with my friend, and we were using the app like a bunch of idiots, and <laughs> it was just, it was just such a shitty experience for 2019. Like, uh, you know, you, mm-hmm. you chirped Apex Legends for, for not having cross-progression, like, from... The, that's, you know, just started kind mm-hmm. of a year ago. Like, Nintendo's still living in, like, 20, 2002 when it comes to their online. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... And oh, man. that whole... That just being a thing, whenever I pick up the Switch, I just look at it, and I'm just like, no, I just don't want it. I don't want anything to do with this thing. And I, I honestly... Do you guys, do you guys follow Hard Drive? <laughs> Sorry? Do you guys follow Hard Drive on Twitter? To, like, no. satire game site? It's like the Onion Buffer Games. They have one. It's like, Nintendo representative says they haven't got any faxes complaining about Nintendo online. <laughs> <laughs> it sums it up for me, I think. Hard Drive? I That's funny. I don't remember about that one. I, I write for them a little bit. They do like satirical uh, pieces about uh, video game industry. They're a subsidiary of Hard Times, which is like punk news satire. Yeah. Mm. Like punk rock news. Mm-hmm. No, they're really funny. They have a new uh, Twitter that's uh, Ace Watkins, the 2020 gamer candidate for president. Oh, it's that guy? Yeah. Well, oh. that was like, that was their biggest thing. It's not that guy. That guy's just made up to like get Twitter followers and jokes, but. 
yeah that was a like i remember like we're in this facebook group with all the writers and they're like we need to come up with like a, a, a fun thing for the election so we came up with like a gamer candidate for president and his name's ace watkins and all these tweets are like riffs of like puns with uh gaming like terms like i believe in single player healthcare system <laughs> it's yeah. like stuff like that yeah he's good that's funny. Yeah, I see. I'm gonna, his tweet, I'm gonna his, follow him. His tweets kind of just come up in my or thing all the time. I thought it was like a real dude chirp, uh, like kind of not actually running, but like just chirping. But I guess it's is it actually like a real dude who's doing it, or just part of the hard drive kind of site? So he he's an actor that we got to like take. He did a video of the campaign announcement, and he's mm-hmm. in he's in the profile picture. Yeah. But all of the content is is just like crowdsourced from our our Facebook group. It's good. Oh, he's got oh my god, he's got seventy two thousand followers. Yeah, he's that's I, crazy. I see him on my feed like all the time. Yeah. I think that's more than hard drive has. Wait a minute, that'd be really sad. I just started following him. Wow, hard drives at seventy three. So like within a like couple weeks, he caught up to to hard drive. That's incredible. This is great. You cannot have a sex scandal if you have if you have <laughs> never had sex. <laughs> oh, I love that one. That's good. Oh man. Um. So, anyways, that's why I'm kind of just I'm kind of done with the the switch. Heather's been playing uh, Fire Emblem though, so she's quite enjoying it. And she she got much like she dove back into Zelda and, and actually like mm-hmm. crushed it. So she so the switch is getting played in the house. Mm-hmm. But I, it's not by you. Uh, I played. Uh, I mean, I picked up. Um, oh man, Brett, what's that? What's that Uniracer looking game that came out? Um, oh, uh, I forgot. I picked up that game because they sold it for like two bucks or something on Switch a little while ago. I'm blanking on the game. Mm-hmm. Played that for maybe 30 minutes a little while ago. Uh, I was playing a little bit of Kirby, like very little. Like in the last like six months, I've barely touched it. I just every time I look at it, I'm just like, I don't want to. I don't want to play this thing. I understand your complaint, though. It makes that makes sense to me. I mean, when people kind of like poo-poo on EA and stuff, and they kind of take a stand and and all this, like just because something that has microtransactions, they won't support it. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. Nintendo's getting like a free pass on a lot of this like online stuff, and and I realize that their games are dope. Mario Maker, like if I care, if I was good at making games, like Mario Maker would be mm-hmm. sick. Um, and you know, when the new Zelda comes out, like I'll cop that and and whatnot. But uh, they just get they. I'm just tired like splatoon 2 i saw a facebook memory actually about this recently where i posted about splatoon 2 like two years ago and how it could have been a 10 out of 10 but just their like nintendo's online just like ruins everything about it um and i feel like that's kind of just how i feel like their online just ruins all their like great multiplayer games and so i just don't want to play any of their multiplayer games and most of what they make is multiplayer so that's how i feel anyways cuphead dlc I'm excited that they're they're being vocal about the fact that they're delaying it to focus on making games sustainably. I think that's super cool, and I think that uh, it's similar uh, to N- when Nintendo delayed Animal Crossing at E3. They said we're gonna make we're gonna delaying the game specifically so our developers can make this game and not like kill themselves making it. And I think as long as that conversation starts to get normalized, we'll we'll see yeah. a shift and the practice will become normalized and i'm excited for a future where it becomes weird to hear about people working like till 10 p.m and getting back at 8 a.m on a video game that's weird Mm -hmm. i'll tell you right now i don't work that i work nine to five that's nice (laughs) like i don't want to brag you know but that's what i do nine to five no that's not a brag that should be just that should be like the norm 
<laughs> but like I know who you work for, and they don't think like that yet. It's a it's a conversation. I've talked. Yeah, it's a conversation, <laughs> and I'm glad that a big high profile team like Studio MDHR are having that conver- engaging in that conversation. Mm-hmm. That was a big yeah, thing I with think... uh, with Rock, like because I think Rockstar um, before Red Dead Redemption Two came out, the guy mm-hmm. kind of haphazardly say, you know, oh, the team's been working a hundred hour weeks just to kind of get it going, and and now that's not really. I think in the like five years ago, um, I mean, Crunch exists. I've seen Crunch before, like not in gaming, like Crunch exists kind of in, in a lot of tech industries, um, mm-hmm. but certainly at least in the video game industry, it's sort of becoming like this. Like, oh, don't crunch. We'll like, we're fine with waiting. <laughs> like, don't worry about Animal Crossing being delayed, or don't worry about Cuphead DLC being delayed. Like, that's not like. I think people are realizing that it's, it, they'd rather just have a good product at the end of that was like healthily developed than something that was kind of crunched and and sort of not healthily mm-hmm. developed. Mm-hmm. Number three. Uh, Quench is coming to Switch, Steam, and Ichio in August. Actually, very soon. Uh, we've been talking about Quench for a long, long time. Um, it's from yeah, Axon it's about time. In- yeah, it's Axon Interactive. Uh, I kickstarted this game, like, or I helped. Like, the Kickstarter was like three years ago. I'm, I'm getting like the codes and stuff, and I, I think I ordered like a T-shirt or something. Um, but uh, so Quench is a story-driven puzzle game set in a colorful, low-fi world. Become Shepherd, an avatar of nature, and guide herds of animals on their difficult journey. Help Shaman, the young elephant leader, convince the other animal tribes to join her. Protect the herds mm-hmm. as they are uh, possessed by flood, fire, drought, and the dark smoke beasts that have spread across the land. Basically, it's like you're, the, the land is like hurt, hurting, and you're kind of just trying to like migrate animals and stuff and like heal the land and stuff. And it's very, it's like a low, um, what is it, voxels? That's the graphic style? No, I think mm-hmm. it's low poly. No, they call it voxels. Okay. Um, but it is like a low poly though. Yeah, and so it's that kind of art style. We've known about this game for a long, long time. Um, it's been developed for quite a long time. Axon Interactive does a lot of like kind of uh, project management, st- like kind of other projects, non-game dev related stuff. Um, so mm-hmm. it's kind of always their like side hustle, I guess. Um, but yeah, we're like we're in the coming days of this game. Let's see. Actually, I wrote this in July fifteenth. I wonder now if there's actually a release date, not just kind of the month of August. Mm. Still says summer twenty nineteen. Um, yeah, I'm going to the Steam page right now, and summer twenty nineteen is what it says here. So no date yet. Let's see if uh, see if there's like an. I don't think there's an Nintendo Switch page either. So uh, they said August. So I mean that's three days away. So we should probably be hearing about it pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, Borderlands 3 gets a new trailer. Uh, so Gearbox is working on this, obviously, uh, and they have a, a studio in Quebec City. Um, we don't know what specifically that studio, what aspect of Borderlands 3 they're working on, but I've been told that they, you know, they are working on Borderlands 3. So mm-hmm. uh, that come, Borderlands 3 is obviously the sequel to Borderlands 2 uh, that came out pff, quite a while Actually, ago. Oh. it's a sequel to Borderlands the pre-sequel. Oh, actually, you're right. No. Oh, is it? No, I was just making a joke. I'm sorry. Didn't I think, work. Um, I think actually the, the last one chronologically is the Telltale series. I don't know what it was actually called. Tales of Borderlands. Oh, Tales from the Borderlands. That yeah. was a pretty okay game. I didn't mind. Uh, it was right. funny. It was 
it was it functioned better than other Telltale games I've played. I know that was always the problem with their games. It just like they're just so like they weren't trying to do much yet. They ran like such shit. Rest in peace, Telltale yeah. games. I know. Yes. Speaking of crunch, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, I still got to pick up the last Walking Dead episode or season or whatever they did. So I know that Gearbox Quebec uh, they tweeted out that. So before Borderlands 3 is coming out, they added, they just made a new DLC for Borderlands 2 that is going to set up the events of Borderlands 3. And that DLC was their first like big project as a studio. So mm-hmm. that's out now. And that's all the way back to like Xbox 360. You can get on that store and get that DLC mm-hmm. if you still have Borderlands 2 there. Um, but it's still, and it's being added to, I think, the Handsome Collection on PS4 and Xbox One. And so, yeah, that was like their big get familiar with the Borderlands engine and making mm. a Borderlands game. Um, but I, I'm not sure to the extent what they're doing on Borderlands 3. But I know they were very excited about this DLC pack that was like their first big project. Yeah. Um, I downloaded that DLC. I think it's free or it was free for a while. Um, I mean, I, yeah. And, and so I haven't I had Borderlands 2 downloaded and I was ready to kind of jump back in with a buddy and I just never did. And now it's kind of. It's getting too close. I don't want to be like burnt out when Borderlands 3 does come out. Uh, it's coming out September 13th, by the way, on mm-hmm. PS4, Xbox One, Google Stadia, and PC. Um, so I don't want to get burnt out and play this. Borderlands 3 is actually kind of the last game that comes out before uh, my wife uh, is expected to give birth. So it's kind of the last last hurrah, I think, before I become a dad. Nice. Um, so you're not going to game anymore no, when I, you become I'll, a dad? I'll go game, but I think it'll be harder to kind of do that, like, you know, play until 4 a.m. grind. I don't know. Maybe It'd probably be, you're probably I mean, if you're, if you're going to be up at 4 a.m. changing diapers anyway, you might as well yeah, play a game after. Well. Yeah, that's true. I can just, just have the baby cam and just... <laughs> yeah, that's when you're going to need the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> the the Switch is coming back. Actually, when my friend... Uh, when my friend's kid was born, he played Fortnite on his phone like all the time because he was basically just always, you know, holding her and, and whatnot, and mm-hmm. he would just play like Fortnite, uh, and get like the challenges and stuff, and and kind of just run away. He never really tried to like mm-hmm. battle or anything like that because he would usually be playing with one hand. Um, but that was like his yeah. game of choice. Hmm. He's playing on hard mode. We'll see. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Borderlands 3, Brad, are you, did you ever play the Borderlands games? or? Yeah, I actually like the Borderlands series. I'll probably... I'll, I'm, I will get it eventually. <laughs> are you going to pick it up on your Google Stadia? <laughs> I don't even think I'm going to do Google Stadia. I know I have my friend who lives in Vancouver here. He's got he, like he's on board with Stadia, so I'm going to check it out. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. We'll see. I'll see when I get my hands on it first. How's your internet out there? Is it dope? Yeah, I got baller internet. There you go. I'm ready. Um, Steven, what about you? Are you a Borderlands fan at all? Or? So I played, I got halfway through one, and then I played Tales of Borderlands. And I started the other two, but never really got into it. Mm-hmm. It's very, very grindy. And uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not my, my preferred <laughs> type of game. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fair. I um, like playing it because of the multiplayer. Like That's what got me into it. Yeah, I think I, mean, I might have enjoyed it more with somebody else. Yeah, it was a lot more fun. They re-released uh, the, the the first one on PS4 uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago, like in May or so, and I, I replayed that with some friends, and that was that was a lot of fun. Um, 
but I just uh, and I was ready to play too. I was ready to dive back in, but you know, mm-hmm. now it's just getting too close. I got other games I've been playing. I'm not really feeling Borderlands two, like to replay it and stuff because I've, I've played it twice now on PS3 and on PS Vita. What what? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's even a VR version that people are saying it's pretty good. Um, hmm. So I think if I ever play it again, it might be on VR, but even that's a doubt. I think that's smart because I, I did that with Fallout 4. Like, I was really hyped for it. And so I went back, played all of Fallout 3, got all the achievements, played Fallout New Vegas. And by the time Fallout 4 came out, I was like, oh man, I'm really done with Fallout. And I didn't end up, even end up getting it, which, yeah, spent like hundreds of hours playing the other ones. And I was like, I think I got my Fallout fix, actually. So yeah. I feel like the same thing would happen for you with Borderlands. Especially when all those games are kind of like really similar. Like, all those Fallout games, all these Borderlands games, like, at the end of the day, like, they're all pretty samey mm-hmm. number five i think five uh nightmare reaper out now on steam early access is kind of a doom slash wolfenstein uh callback um blazing bit games their first game uh this is episode one of three um and it uh it came out on steam it was as early access uh let me actually just pull up the Steam page to read the thing, but I believe it, it looks just like Doom. Uh, I believe it's like from a kind of former Ubisoft Montreal people. Uh, let me just look up. Very Nightmare positive Reaper. reviews. There you go. Nightmare Reaper is a dark and violent meld of met- retro and modern action games, mainly inspired by the classic 2.5D first-person shooters of the 90s like Doom, Duke Nukem 3D, Blood, Rise of the Tri- Triad, and Wolfenstein 3D. Uh... And yeah, it's it's one of the first three episodes, and I'm I'm just looking at some of these gifts, and like there's a lot of shit going on in them. So apparently, the reviews say it's a solo developer, a- Andrew Holshit. Let me double check that because that'd be pretty impressive. Oh, I know. Oh, no, he made he made the music, but yeah, the mm. top re- the top review is so much attention to detail. Th- the fact that this is a solo dev makes this worthy. I, know, I'm a, um, I need to fact check that. I got some press releases saying that it was like from a former, uh, like a former um, Ubisoft Montreal guy. I didn't realize, but I, I just assumed it was like a team of, it was him and like a couple other people. I didn't realize it was solo dev. Let me actually look. So their, pre- their press kit says Blazing Big Games is currently a small one man studio dedicated to making great indie games founded by Bruno a Bodwin, that's a French name I butchered, a programmer by trade, former Ubisoft Montreal network programmer, and a passionate player since the Atari. And his first project is Nightmare Reaper. That's cool. Mm, that's cool. It looks dope. Like, I think I would play it. Looks crunchy. Mm-hmm. 2179, Brett. Mm. You missed out on the, the launch sale or whatever. Hmm. Well, not, don't say that because then you don't want to get it because you're like, I could have got it for cheaper a little bit ago. Well, that's the, mm. we've had this discussion where it's like, if you don't get a game, if you're not like kind of inclined to get a game right away or, or you're just, you, you can wait sort of thing, then you might as well just like wait for a sale. Like that's kind of, um, mm-hmm. especially just with digital only games, like, I don't know, I don't know Steam sales that well, but I'm assuming they do, is the summer sale still going on or is that over or? That was over a couple weeks ago, so two like weeks a, ago. So there's like a fall sale, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, So that'll be October, I think. So this game will be like t- at least 25% off in October, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I try to buy like some of the more indie studio games at full price. I've been doing that more 
I've been, but like, if it's a, if it's an Ubisoft game, yeah, right. I'm not giving you my money. <laughs> like, it's just not happening. But you're like the biggest Assassin's Creed fan. Yeah, but you know that I don't play Assassin's Creed until like a year later, yeah. <laughs> when it's on sale for like ninety percent off. <laughs> Have you picked up the Odyssey yet, by the way? No, nope, I'm still waiting for the sale. Because and like I missed the recent sale because I was I was not around. Yeah, you're you're transitioning to your British Columbia life. Yeah, and the British Columbia life has me just chilling. Nice. Yep. Number six or five or the last one I can't remember. Video. Uh, so Lost Orbit Terminal Velocity is out now. So Lost Orbit came out uh, like three or four years ago uh, on mm-hmm. PS4 and Steam. Um, and now it got re-released uh, on Switch, Xbox One, Steam, and PS4 uh, as Lost Orbit Terminal Velocity. So it comes with a few extra kind of epilogue storylines at the at the end. Um, I think PS4 owners get the update for free. I think Steam owners do as well. Um, but it is a... So, I, don't know, I don't know how to really describe the game. Like you're kind of flying... It's like um, one of those games where you kind of die often. You have to like try to get to the end very quickly but there's a lot of obstacles and shit in the way i don't really know how you would describe it it's also been a long time since i played it mm-hmm. i actually forgot that i have it in my library and i'm on the steam page and it's like you own this game <laughs> oh, <laughs> is I it do. an auto scroller like it just scrolls and you move left to right and avoid obstacles yeah yeah, okay. yeah I think it's kind of like an endless runner in a way. Yeah, mm. I think you can kind of go up and down, like like the the screen's always moving, but you can kind of move up and down on the screen, um, and it's just it's meant to kind of be a sort of time trial, like get to the end the quickest, um, mm-hmm. and, then, and then just the next level hits with like the next option. I should maybe I'll download this and play it again. And it's got a storyline where you're like floating in space after like a crash, and the computer AI is kind of talking to you and talks about life and how shitty it is and, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, I re-downloaded it. I just haven't. So I re-downloaded it, but I lost my save from when I transitioned like from PlayStations back in the day. So I got to like replay it all, and and I just kind of wanted to check out that blog. I didn't really want to replay it, so I I, I, I haven't touched it. But uh, I remember liking the game. Just, it, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also games that I'm not really particularly good at. So I was just dying so often. And, <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't great at them. So, Can I contribute a news story? Of course. So this is a personal for me, but uh, NHL 20, of course, is coming out this year because it's another year. But this year, we've got Gritty in it, and you can play as Gritty. And I don't know if people know Gritty. He's the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, terrifying, mm-hmm. boggly-eyed freak. But uh, he'll be in the game, and I think that's very important. And uh, it's good to see another comrade on the ice. Can you play as all of the mascots or just Gritty? I think just Gritty. It was a big meme last year because Gritty was revealed like two weeks after NHL 19 came out. And part of his like big Twitter explosion was people are like campaigning to get Gritty into NHL 19. And then EA mm-hmm. was like, sorry, no, we're already working on NHL 20. And so uh, it, it was like a big joke that Gritty wasn't in NHL. And he was like, he would bring it up and stuff. And now he's finally coming home. So I'm a very casual NHL player. Like, Rare, like every three years, I'll pick it up. But I think this might be the year I, I want to play gritty. <laughs> right, you should uh, you should go investigate and go talk to them because I'm pretty sure they are in Vancouver. 
the, the yeah the ba burnaby isn't it yep yeah that's cool i wonder if they had to mocap gritty <laughs> i would love to be there for that <laughs> that'd be crazy oh man I'd love that. I might pick this one up actually because it has Austin Matthews on it. I, I'm a casual NHL player too. Back in the day, I played the, I played a lot, like NHL like nine through eleven. Those three years, I I basically played it every single day of my life, uh, and I barely played it since then. I just got the EA Access thing though, and I and I have NHL nineteen with that, so I'm kind of kind of tempted. Um, mm. Yeah, I used to play NHL super hardcore, super hardcore. And then I stopped. I don't Just, like the the loot. Well, they're not loot crates. They're what it, hut packs or whatever. Yeah. Huts, yeah. Oh my god, that that shit bothers me so much. But I gotta mm-hmm. gotta give my man Gritty some some money. So <laughs> that was Gritty uh... doesn't get the money though. EA <laughs> I like to think Gritty's gonna get. Well, they get royalties, don't they? Well, the players no. do, but it's, don't it's, they? That's not, that's not how the the contract works. Oh, well, that's stupid. No, isn't it part of... Well, it's part of the NHLPA, so the NHLPA gets money, and then there's revenue share in there, isn't there? I think. I don't think they get a cut. I don't think, like... I don't think they get a cut. Like, oh, NHL 20 came out, and here's... Like, Austin Matthews gets paid because he's on the cover. But mm-hmm. I think... Does everyone, he? I imagine so, wouldn't he? I don't, I don't actually know if they do. Right, you gotta go talk to these guys and figure this out for us. Okay. <laughs> Let me go. With, let me get the rental car and just drive on up and be like, "Hey, I work for uh, Canada, whatever, <laughs> Canadian game devs." Thank you. And they're going to be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I need the scoop. How does your NHL contract actually work? And then we'll go from there. And then make sure Gritty's there so I can get some pictures. Yes, please get a selfie with Gritty. I mean, he's probably not. Yep. Gritty's Philadelphia's uh, mascot, though. You'd probably have better luck just going to Philadelphia. Which is yeah, also go to a Phillies for, game. Which is also closer for you. Okay. Closer. For I, I will, I'll make the. I'll make it. I'll make it happen. All right. Anyways, none of us know how the contracts work, but I. I would assume the cover athlete gets paid, and then the Angel PA in general gets a cut. Which they then share with the players. I'd hope so. Unless they're really just kind of screwed, and they're just like, "No, we'll have your likeness, but you will get zero of the money." Well, that's what happened with the NCAA, and that's why they don't do those games anymore. It's just like a big class action lawsuit from all the players who are like, "Hey, you're using my literal face, and I'm not getting a cent." Yeah, the college stuff is a little bit different because they don't pay. They like like. The NCAA has just, or and yeah, NCAA has just worked it that the athletes cannot get paid. So any endorsements when it comes to like mm. game shit or uh, like shoes, uh, this comes up a lot with basketball and, and stuff like that, like swag, gifts, all that shit. They're just kind of like they can't. They're like legally, they're not allowed to like collect any sort of monetary uh, benefits for like being an athlete, uh, which is ridiculous. They're like yeah, that's not right. Especially when mm-hmm. like March Madness brings in like a billion dollars, uh, and it, none of it goes. That's why like the most paid people in a state, uh, in some states, are like the uh, college and basketball coaches. Like if you go to, um, like there's certain states, especially like kind of the the middle ones where there won't be a lot of like corporations. The highest paid person in that state 
is often like some sort of coach for some sort of school. Um, because they don't have to pay the players, so they can just pay the coaches a shit ton of money. Mm. So, I'm going to try and do a little deep dive on this sure. NHL stuff. But it looks like it looks like the NHL actually owns all everything. Like, the numbers, the names, like, everything. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's, like, some kind of licensing agreement that, like, the NHL owns you. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, we're going to have a big expose. So maybe they pay the NHL, and then the NHL has a revenue share, which, yeah. you know, I know is a thing, but I always just kind of assumed that was with ticket sales and jersey sales and all that shit, but maybe that does include, like, other endorsements, such as, um, like, ads and video games and all that crap. Hmm. So yeah. I imagine well, that's some nice bank that comes in every single year from for NFL and NBA and all that stuff. Mm. It's t- time to look into it. It's going to be our first big, huge article that go. the web the web will share it. Good. There you go, Brent. Oh. That's, that's on you. Have it on my desk <sighs> by Thursday. You know, I have a full time job, right? Yeah, I think we all do. And I'm uh, and I'm comedian at night. So, are you still doing the comedy stuff? Yeah, of course I am. Right, there you go. Doing the funnies. You got any like Vancouver jokes, or do you just um What's the deal? What's the deal with no one wearing bras? Oh, really? It's hot out. Yeah, even I don't wear one. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> should you? I should. Oh, man. But, uh, no, it's crazy out here. So, yeah. Um, Steven, what games have you been playing? Um, so, some Apex Season 2. It's a lot slower in terms of updates than the other multiplayer games I've played simply because and is another example of the team trying to stay healthy uh, Respawn said they aren't trying to work their people to death so they aren't being really competitive with Fortnite but the new season did change up the map a lot the new hero is really cool her name's Watson it's a very defensive like late game player where you can set up electric fences and place down this big machine that uh, blocks grenades and stuff from coming at you so I played a couple games where at the very end, when it's like you and two other squads, that's the make or break. So she's pretty cool. Uh, also, I got a bunch of games in the Steam sale, so I've been playing Forager, which is like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a idle, it's almost a clicker game, but you have to be a little bit more involved, and you can sort of move around this little island and set things up and sort of wait for stuff to roll. It's like something I would tab in and out of every five minutes, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, it's, very, it's very cathartic. I like it. Um... And I just started Outlast 2 with my girlfriend because we were feeling some something spooky. And that game, oh man, I forgot how good Outlast is. Because I played the first one like way back whenever it came out, like 2014. And it was like, oh, this is pretty cool. It's obviously like a first game, so Unreal, and eventually Unreal Engine. And, and I got, it was very easy for me once I figured out enemy patterns to just like sprint along the edge of a room and get to where I need to go and that kind of breaks the immersion and it stops being a scary game mm-hmm. but with that last two i'm having a lot of trouble doing that like i'm playing it like i played the first game and the enemies are a lot smarter and it's actually got me a couple times but yeah that's what i've been playing i remember yeah, yeah i played outlast one back in the day um i kind of forgot all about it it's too like vastly different is it still the same like you you don't you, you don't fight you just kind of run and, and hide and stuff 
Yeah, it's the same mechanic in terms of you use your hand camera for everything. So you have to use the camera to observe collectibles, and then it takes a picture. You have to use the camera as a nightlight in dark places, and uh, you can't. Uh, you can get hit like one or two times, and then you die. But you usually just gotta sprint away. And there's lots of really interesting places to hide too. Like in at last one, it was like crawl under a bed or crouch behind something and wait yeah. but in this one there's like a lot of really cool stuff because it's uh, like a rural america farm setting so like I'll, I'll be sprinting away from somebody and like there's a trough for where cows would uh drink and you can just hop into that and crouch under it and then a bar comes up and you have like 10 seconds of like waiting in this shallow water and then you have to come back up but coming back up you like gas for breath which can give away your location so it's a lot of really interesting things like that that really add to the tension very nice. Uh, Brett? What? What have you been playing? <laughs> what have you been playing? Oh, uh... Let's see. Besides, uh, besides Cash Me Outside. Um, well, my friend bought uh, that Marvel Alliance 3 for the Switch. I know. that's So that's another one that I'm tempted to get, but I just know that <laughs> I, I will just be frustrated playing it online. But anyway, sorry. How, how, have you played it? Yeah, we I've played it like three or four times now. Um, couch, the, okay. So pretty much what everyone's complaining about is pretty legit. Like the cameras in couch co-op mode are like laughable. They're just the worst I've seen. Um, but and yeah, that's like the big takeaways. Like I really hate that. Um, the special effect, like the specials, I don't really jive with them. They're not like they don't feel special. And I don't like their synergy system that well because, like, sometimes, like, you won't be synergized, so you guys can't do a group combo together, which kind of defeats the point of playing four-player. Like, everyone should synergize, so it's kind of weird. Um, the story is dumb. <laughs> it's like, I'm just tired of the Infinity Stones storyline. Like, I know Marvel doesn't have a lot of great storylines in general, and they have to beat this one. What's that word? Beat a horse? thingy what's that how's that line go uh be, be a dead horse something about dead horse yeah yeah that sounds about right uh that's what this feels like and what else don't i like about this game um the menu system like if i gotta get crazy with it the menus are just garbage um yeah but aside from that aside from the negatives it's actually kind of fun to play with four three or four people like, co-oping it is kind of fun. So I, I don't mind it. But at the same time, I feel like it's so easy. Like, even on the hardest difficulty that we have, very easy game. Um, what don't... There's another thing I don't like. Oh, they have, like, these weird challenges. They're called Rift, Rift Challenges. Mm -hmm. And uh, they kind of just seem pointless. Like, you can unlock some characters in them, but they're very grindy to do these things. And... Um, the game itself is a very grindy game, so it's like, I don't know. If I'm going to play, if I'm going to suggest anyone to play any kind of Marvel game or Avengers-type game, play Lego Marvel and enjoy yourself. Mm. Lego Same Marvel Lego, level Marvel, Marvel is like probably one of the best Marvel games in the last 10 years, so play that. I'm trying to find what's actual beating a dead horse. I think it's just beating a dead horse because it's like... Uh... <laughs> I think it is exactly like that. when you're racing, you like hit the horse or whatever. And so mm -hmm. being a dead horse when you're uh, trying to race won't get you anywhere. Yeah. 
know. Let's go with that. Um, have you played? Have you played it solo or just with your buddy? Um, I've played it with my buddy and his wife, so we've done three player. Um, and he played it solo, and he liked the like he liked the camera, and like everything worked better solo, like camera wise and things. But it's still just mm, I don't know. He didn't care for it. He liked the co op more. I heard the player. I heard the characters are all kind of samey as well. Like there's like yeah, that's true. There's like four Spider Man, and they're all just kind of the same. There's like kind of yeah, yeah, a group of you know Cyclops is very similar to other like range type of people. Wolverine similar to other kind of melee only type of people. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. There's very like once you like because when we were building our team out, I'm like, well. I'm I'm Wolverine, so I I'm, I'm doing all the beat 'em up stuff, and my friend's Venom, so he's playing like Spidey slash beat 'em up kind of guy. And I'm like, we need a ranged person, so we just put someone on the team that can shoot, <laughs> and then all the other characters are kind of just the same. Like they're all the same. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's it's the same. Wait for a sale, then is what you're saying. Definitely wait for the best sale possible. What's the what's the one you said? Lego Marvel. Marvel Lego, I think it is, or Avengers Lego. I can't remember the name of it. I I own it though. It's good. Yeah. Let me see. I'll find what the Marvel Lego game is. Because I always I confuse all the Lego games basically. Like, because I think I had a Lego, like Marvel game. It wasn't Avengers. Like it was a PS4 launch game. That was yeah, I think I it's like, I think it's called like Marvel Superheroes or something like that. I think, and I think they made a sequel to it. Yeah, they did. But I didn't. I don't think the sequel came out on Steam. I'm not sure. Yeah, like I played Marvel's Lego Marvel Superheroes because it was a PS4 launch game. So I was trying to find games that were playing my PS4 back in the day. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's not yeah, Avengers. But I guess there's that. Sorry, one. that's that's the one I have is the Lego Marvel Superheroes, and uh, you can okay. you play as like everybody. Yeah, that one was dope. I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it's, it's a great game. Um, so if I was to recommend any Marvel... The only thing I think that sucks with the, that one is I don't think it's multiplayer. I think it's only two-player split-screen. Uh, yeah. So the co-op, the couch co-op aspect of it isn't that good. Unless they fix that in the sequel, which I'm not sure. Sure. Um, so I, I hit up... Uh, so PlayStation Now, for those of you who don't know, it's like a streaming service on, on PS4 where you can play PS3 games. It's actually like the only way to kind of play PS3 games on PS4. They don't have like a backwards compatible store or anything like that. Uh, and they had a trial for uh, like seven try seven days or whatever. So I, I copped out the trial and I was playing... Uh, <laughs> it's actually a shitty game. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. It's like a, it's like a third person. It's it's kind of like a shittier version of Division set in the Resident Evil world. It's like a third person cover based shooter. Um, mm-hmm. I downloaded it because I had like one percent trophies in it and it was just bugging me, so I wanted to like play and beat it. And uh, it was it's it, you know those games. It was bad. You're playing it. You're like this is awful, but you can't stop playing it. You're just like <laughs> like why am I still playing this piece of shit? Um, but I was I was just kind of I. I crushed it over the course of like three days uh and i even mm-hmm. like had people join me online because it was a four-player like online multiplayer game and other people were joining my game and playing with me which blew me away because this game was not good and came out like eight years ago and mm-hmm. and people were joining and and teaming up and yelling up at me and shit like that it was uh, kind of blew me away um so there's <laughs> so there's that uh been playing a little bit of elder scrolls online uh, a little bit of Rainbow Six Siege. 
a um, little bit of moss and bottle home for VR stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't I didn't really kind of uh, you know I haven't really like grinded anything out really uh, like I haven't played a lot like one thing a lot lately. Been kind of dabbling in and out of a lot of things like Young Blood came out. Wolfenstein Young Blood came out this weekend. Oh yeah, <clears throat> played the first level of that with my buddy. Um, it's fine. It's fun. I haven't played a Wolfenstein game since the first, like the first relaunch game or whatever, a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I, I don't think there's a single game I played for more than like eight, like six or seven hours the last like month or so. So there you go. Um, Brent, hmm. is there anything else you want to say before we head off? Well, I'm gonna go have a nap. All right, there you go, Steven. <laughs> are you also want a nap, or do you want to say something? Or? No, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to doing this more often. Yeah, man. I yeah. Owe you, I owe you a shit ton of emails. It's all good. Brett, do you want a, a, a an email? A Canadian Game Does email? Yeah. <laughs> do you want you want one? Yes. All right, so you can hit up Brett at Brett at CanadianGameDoes.com eventually. And Steven, we still have to figure out your email. Are we going with O'Reilly or S. O'Reilly? Or... Yo, you're Steve, right? Yeah, Steve at Canadian Game Does. So would, would I, Steven can, be, like, too confusing? No, I don't, eh, maybe. I don't know. Can I be Steve also? No. Uh, Brett, <laughs> if people want to know what you're doing in the land of Vancouver, where can they follow you? I meant to ask you this. I, uh, just follow me everywhere, at Brett Meester. There you go. It's, I'm on everything. Steven, if uh, people want to find you, where can they do that? Uh, I'm at Stephen Riley, so it's S-T-E-P-H-A-N, like Stefan, because my dad couldn't spell it, and Riley's R-E-I-L-L-Y. I know, I get a lot of shit for having the P-H uh, and getting called Steve, or Stephanie and stuff like that, but you must get it even even more. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> Wait, how do you spell yours? P-H-A-N. What? Oh my god. That's Stefan, <laughs> yeah, like... Like Stefan Dion, former Foreign Affairs Minister of Canada. Yeah, that makes that's who I would name my kid after. Because mm. <laughs> you hate them. <laughs> yeah. If I have a child, I'm actually going to just name him Brett. I don't care. <laughs> Not Brett Jr. or anything? No, we're keeping the legacy alive. Okay. Brett the second? Just, yep. Why well, we... Uh... <laughs> that's like they were just silent like why did we think of this no the, the, so we're having a girl so we and and heather didn't want to name it after her so we we've picked a name it's still kind of hush hush um, okay i know what it is though do you yeah say it then i'm not saying it. No, you, it's you, hush you, hush. you don't know shit i do heather told me oh really i know we've told yes. a few people um but we and, we're, and we have a baby party later this month, and we're we're kind of telling everyone that. But her middle I know it. her middle name will be named after my father. Uh, okay. But the, but the first name is not a cool. the first name is not a name that's like a family name or anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to support the site, you can go do so at patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs. Patrons get perks such as Discord and early access to um, things. Including this show, uh, as well as free games every now and then, and a few other things that we're going to try to figure out. Um, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Canadian Game Devs, just Google Canadian Game Devs, just kind of take you to everywhere you need to go. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk to you. Are we going to? What are we? Let's figure this out. Are we doing it every week or every two weeks? Every two weeks. Whatever you guys want. Just I need to know ahead of time. Steven? I'm okay weekly. All right, let's try. Let's try weekly and see how that goes. Okay. All right. Bye, everyone. See ya.
Toodles.